Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is March 1st, 2020. I have about five different segment, segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. First segment is entitled, Derek Gibson, Not Celebrated Enough. And here's what I wrote about that. Derek Gibson plays safety. Um, 6'2", 210 pounds. He is from Miami, Florida. Um, he was on the 1999 National Championship team. He was a first-round pick in the 2001 NFL Draft. Pick number 28 overall. Um, played for the um, Raiders five seasons. It's the only team that he played for. Um, coming out of high school, he was rated the number one prospect in the state of Florida. He stayed all four years at Florida State. He played in three national championship games while at Florida State. And for me, he was just more of a, he was just a ferocious player, man. He was one of those guys that just set the tone when he got on the field. Um, just a tremendous uh, hitter. You know they don't they don't make safeties like him anymore. I just wish that um he 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 was a box safety. He could play coverage, he he could play in the box. I mean, he could do it all. Um 
for whatever reason, his career didn't last that long. I thought he played pretty decent when he was with the Raiders. Um, just looking over some information here about him. Uh, says here that he's at a his he's a uh, high school head coach at his uh, high school, Miami Killian. Six uh, A, they're they're five time state champion, so he comes from a great program. We already knew that, so. Hey man, like I said, he's just one of those guys that were on that '99. A lot of, a lot of NFL talent was on that '99 roster. Probably more than any other team. So he's just, it to me, just not celebrated enough. Nobody even talks about him anymore. I listen to other podcasts and stuff. They most of them don't even reference the past. You know, I I like to do it on a daily basis just to show where we come from. And how what we need to do to get back. So, uh, let me know what you think about that segment. Derek Gibson, man. Uh, moving on to the next segment. How many points will the FSU offense or Florida State offense score? And that's football. Um, I don't know, man. You know, you got to look at the offensive line. You got to look at the quarterback. That's really it. I feel like running back and wide receiver, you know, the talent is pretty good at those positions. It really comes down to quarterback and offensive line. It's really going to determine everything about this team. Because um, I think you gotta, you're, you're going to have a pretty good defense. You're not going to have an elite defense, but you're going to have a pretty good defense that's going to, that's going to stop some people. And it's just going to be, can this offense put up, you know, enough points to win eight, nine, ten games. I think if they can, if they can put up, I don't know, 25 to 35 points a game, because I don't want to say an exact number, so I'll say I'll give you a range from 25 to 35 and that defense plays like I think they're capable of playing, I think they can get eight or nine wins. Because they were pretty close last year, and they were playing a scheme that nobody really fit in up front on the line and that linebacker. Um, and why old Willie Tiger wanted to run the 3-4 and you didn't have the personnel to run it, I don't know. So, that's just one. If I could ask him one question, that's what I would ask him. Why did you run a 3-4 and you didn't have the personnel to run the 3-4? Um, so, again, my, my answer to this question, how many points will the Florida State offense score? I'm going to say 25 to 35. If everything at the quarterback position and at the offensive line is somewhat okay. I like Norvell's offense. It, it, 
hopefully he can put the right guys out there at the right time to do what they need to do. So let me know what you think about this segment. Moving on to the next segment, which is entitled, Why Was Akeem Dent Playing Safety? Now, this I could never figure out. Now, you had all that young talent at safety that you recruited last season. But instead, you kept marching Akeem Dent out there. And obviously, I mean, he he did the best that he could. But you could just tell that this guy's not a safety. He's a cover corner that needs to be like man-to-man on the receiver. And that's what he does best. You could just tell. He was out of position. But he he he, he made the best of it. I mean, a lot of... uh interceptions he probably could have got he was just for whatever reason he couldn't catch him but it's just one of those it's just one of the many you know bonehead things that this previous staff did like playing the three four putting the king den at safety um putting uh Jaden lars would be at linebacker uh Uh, playing uh, Leonard Warner at outside linebacker. I mean, he, he, to me, he's a defensive end. He played okay at middle linebacker, but, um, you know, he I when he was trying to cover the wheel route against Virginia, they just exposed him. Like, there's no way that you could keep marching him out there at outside linebacker, and they put him in a situation where he had to cover the the wheel route, and he was getting exposed. Um, it just show you, and just to show you how much time flies, I for, I didn't forgot the previous defensive coordinator's name, the black dude, but um, you know he should have put his foot down. You know, and just told him, look, I'm a 4-2-5 guy. And you got me running something that this isn't what I do. And he should have really just put his foot down on it. But I guess he had uh, the other guy, the former South Florida coach. He was a like a analyst. I don't know what he was doing looking over his shoulder. So he's probably scared to say something. Um. So it is what it is, man. Hopefully this current staff will put the right players in the right place at the right time. So let me know what you think about this segment. Moving on to the next segment, which is entitled. Why iPhones are not 5G capable yet. And it's real simple. Um. When iPhone comes out with their next wave of phones, the iPhone 12, those will be the phones that are 5G capable. It's all about money. They don't care about the customer. Because I'm pretty sure they could send out a, a software, firmware, whatever, update and make everybody's phone 5G capable. 
Because I know they got the technology. Right? Apple probably got the technology before anybody. So, it's just, it just shows you, man. Apple don't care about, you know. It's just like if you got an old iPhone, they'll try to outdate your phone. So you'll have to upgrade and if you got if you're invested in iPhone like me with music and stuff that you've bought you know you you don't have no choice but to upgrade so um but other than that I pretty much love my iPhone I don't do like the fingerprint and eye scan and stuff, but other than that, it's it's, it's to me because I was an Android guy for a while and they were pretty good. I'm not going to lie, but for some reason, I just like iPhone better. So I'm not going to sit here and hate on uh, Android because I still love that Google Pixel. If I wasn't on the iPhone, I would have a Google Pixel. That's like the the, the Android phone that I would use. But um, the 5G thing, man, it's real simple. Money. Why give you something for free when I can make you pay for it? Because you got people out here that upgrade their phone every single year. And all you're getting is basically the same phone with a better camera. So... I won't do that no more. I'm going to keep this current iPhone. Uh, it's the 10 Max. I'm going to keep that until the wheels fall off. So, let me know what you think about this segment. Uh, next segment is entitled, Ice Cream Should Never Be a Game Day Snack. And I say that because I have gone to uh, game day parties. And sure enough, this individual was scooping up ice cream and giving it to his guests. And I'm sitting there like, okay, why? It's just not a good look. You know, now if you're like making the ice cream from scratch, like if this is your thing, like if you have your own ice cream company and you're trying to use us as guinea pigs to to uh, taste your product, I'm cool with that. But just like I'm going to the store, I'm going to get me some, you know, I don't know, Bluebell. Give me two things of Bluebell. I'm going to serve that up to my guests. Like, no, man, you can't do that. So, I don't know, man. It's just certain things, certain snacks you never serve on on game day. You know, a vegetable tray, ice cream, raisins, none of that. No healthy foods on game day. No. Not going to happen. We need wings, pigs in a blanket, chips and dip, tacos, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know where they where some of my uh friends get they uh game day menu. They need to change it. I hope y'all listening too. 
So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, it's available on YouTube. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please scroll down to the description. Click on one of the links. Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you to all the listeners who listen on a daily basis. Love you guys. Thank you for your support. I will say that every day because I have about 20 people that listen faithfully every day. And I really do appreciate it. Um, as always, go nose.